0: Welcome to the United cast. It's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United. I'm your host, Matthew, and today I'm talking about the 1 0 win away from home in the Premier League against Leicester Premier League round five. Uh, three wins on the trot for Eric Ten Hags, Manchester United. It's looking good. It's looking steady, I think is an important word to use. Uh, another goal from Jaden Sancho. Uh, questions to be asked still, things to be cautious about, but not anything massively to be worried about, I would say, which is a big, big swing um, and turnaround, considering the things I would have been saying after our 4-0 defeat to Brentford just a few weeks ago, um, but no, things have been a lot steadier. Um, football is getting gradually better, still some mistake-type things are that are happening, Um, There's still some things to be cautious about, some things to work on, certainly, still. Um, But I think Man United are slowly growing as a football team, which is good, which is important. Um, One of the main things that continues to stick out among the previous three games, which is the last three wins, Liverpool, Southampton and now Leicester, is that defensive back line. Um, you know, Varane and Martinez continuing to build up a really good, really solid partnership. You're almost waiting to see who can test them. And, of course, there is that Mr. Erling Haaland out there uh, grabbing three goals against, um, who is it again? Not in Forest yesterday, so, of course, we do have Man City at some point. Uh, so, that's probably the game to be cautious for. But, um, yeah, the, the, the so the areas of questioning, the areas of whatever um still things and questions about our front line who is going to play in the middle of the three because we know pretty much now the idea is Sancho on the left Anthony on the right and Ronaldo or Martial or Rashford through the middle but who's ultimately going to end up taking that spot I think that's a big question mark uh midfield there are options in midfield uh just depends on which ones get chosen um Donny van de Beek again is nowhere to be seen unfortunately but the positive is to take away the win i think in the last two games we've shown very similar things in terms of the these are the sorts of games where you grab a goal you grind out the result and you walk over you walk over the line you walk over the finish line with three points you don't look back and you you, you just you just keep going forward what the team's got to do now is not worry about the ifs buts the maybes but look at those points on the board look at the results look at the wins and you you got you got just the, the most important thing for Man United to do now is to keep up the momentum. Now we've got a big test on Sunday. Um, Arsenal are playing very well. I believe mathematically they're top of the league. Let me just double check that actually. Um, yes, mathematically on uh, by two points, Arsenal are actually top of the league, which is strange. But they've gotten off to a very good start, which is the point. Um, so big test on Sunday. Uh, of course, Arsenal could crumble. We could crumble. We don't know what's going to happen yet, but. I feel this team is uh, doing doing well, doing good. Um, great to see the likes of Casemiro. Great to see Ericsson continuing on. Um, still question marks over, over other players like Bruno Fernandes and the qualms about him. Scott McTominay, where does he fit into this team? Marcus Rashford's confidence and in playing down the middle and everything like that. Uh, Langer still needing to go on loan. Um, but I think the five positives to take from this game is David De Gea. Diego Delo, um Lissandra Martinez, yeah, Lissandra Martinez, Rafael Varan and Tyrell Malasia. Um, I think are the most positives. And it's really, really good to see us actually defending properly for a change. Um there was a few occasions where Leicester almost caught us out, but we recovered. We stopped the ball going on we stopped the ball going into our goal, which was the main thing that you want to have happen. But not in a scrappy sort of nervous way in much more of a confident type of way so that was uh that was good to see Yet again um so yeah that's probably the best thing we've got going at the moment it's just the case of organizing a few other things of course the transfer window basically is closed now i believe it actually closes at midnight or but yeah basically overall i think defensively we've been a lot lot better uh midfield could use a little bit of work but casemiro just makes a lot of difference doesn't he just makes a lot of difference which is great to see uh, so that was really good to see him be brought on the pitch. It's going to be interesting with the midfield because you buy a Champions League World Cup winning Casemiro uh, for £66 million. You you don't put that player on the bench. So we'll have to see... Because um, you got Donny. Basically, you got Donny, you got Bruno, you've got Casemiro. Um, which that could be our three, I suppose. Uh, but then you've also got Ericsson who's playing well. So... One, A couple of those are going to have to go on the bench. Um, and he seems to like playing McTominay, Bruno, Erikson. So, I mean, my, my, if he was to give me my, my choice of the three, it would be Casemiro, Erikson in the 10, and then Donnie next to Casemiro. Because uh, I think, I, again, Bruno, I think, was really poor today. Um, same, same mistakes as before. I don't need to say, like, you know, it just... Um, being just just too erratic on the ball still. I, I think this team's still got a bit of that Ole ball problem. Which is where we look to just play the ball long too many times. Instead of just recycling possession. So that's a bit of concern. But um, yeah it's uh, it, it's interesting to see. So yeah. Um, but I, I hopefully that will get cut out soon. Again like Ten Hugs just got here. Um, and things are going to take things are going to take time for the full process to be to be done. It could take a few months. Could take a year. I I don't know. I don't know. Um, but that's my overall thoughts on the game. Pretty similar to last week's thoughts, or whenever we played last last game's thoughts. Um, Alanga needs a loan. Need to pick a striker. I'm very very concerned about now that the window's closed. Our three, three striking options are an unsettled Ronaldo, a questionable Martial and a Rashford who's really a left winger that's concerning to me because you, you we really need a goal scorer in this team and I'm not sure who's going to quite be doing that because although Sancho's grabbed a couple of goals you know against Liverpool Bruno's grabbed a couple of goals um I don't quite always like the idea of um like Sancho gets 5 Rashford gets 8 Ronaldo gets 10 like the spread out among the team like Eriksen gets two and Casemiro gets one and um I prefer to have like still it's still good to have that within the team because you don't want to rely on one person to score like 35 goals for a season or whatever but um you do need a couple of goal scorers in the team which I'm not saying Ronaldo can't do that it's just he's unsettled and that will create a problem so anyway um in terms of analyzing the actual goal because I'm going to get onto the summary now and the substitutions and that type of stuff um it was pretty much a sort of court cool, Slightly on the break, not really as on the break as like a counter attack, but a bit of pass and move. It's mainly just finding the players within the space. Um I'm pretty sure it was it was either Erickson or Bruno, passed it to Rashford at some point, and then we, we basically just pulled the team to the right of the pitch. Sancho ended up kinda of through the middle, um, got the ball in their box, went round the keeper, which is something you don't always see, and then just tucked it away. So I don't think there's a ton to analyse there. I think defensively um, Leicester made a mistake there They didn't sort of like get their numbers back or whatever And w- we caught them out really in a sort of numbers game Essentially I thought in terms of how that all went um, Yeah I think they just caught us out in a, in a numbers game really um, And so we, so we caught them out in a numbers game really And we found the space, made a couple of the passes and scored a goal Sometimes you know Goals in football aren't always massively complicated. So um, it was. It had similar elements to Bruno's goal last week, but there wasn't that sort of cross into the box. So there was that. Uh, that was pretty much all that happened for the first half. Apart from a few bookings, we did get a few of our defenders booked, but they managed to stay on the pitch and not get sent off, which was good. Um, I read something, actually. I'm about to talk about the substitutions. I read something new for this season, which I only found out about in between... Uh, Sorry, after the last game and before this game. I only found out about it then. Apparently the Premier League has got a rule this year. Where you can make five subs. But you spread them out across three occasions. And how apparently most teams have been doing it. Which is similar to what's been shown here. Is 45 minutes, 60 minutes and 80 minutes. That doesn't mean you have to make subs at those particular minutes. But that is a decent way to spread them out I suppose. The minutes that we've got here is 60 um seventy and then eighty seven um but the the eighty seventh minute one was ready by about the eighty second minute so again sometimes you can prepare a sub but you can't bring them on for five six seven minutes because you know the ball's not got out of play, so that's gonna be interesting to see how that's handled um i mean i don't I don't have like massive problems with subs in the 88th minute if if are subs like Fred on for Rashford so it's like the, the 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 late what can we call that the late leg sort of subs where you bring on an enge- energetic player so that you've just got the legs to see out the game which you know <clears throat> as i mentioned before you can score a goal in football in in seconds um so yeah but uh um yeah the first one anyway because we made three substitutions um Casemiro on for Alanga. Um, I think this will be the last game that Alanga starts. Uh, he can't really go out on loan now because the window's closed. Um, but I think it will be Anthony, who has now signed for Man United, on the right. I think Alanga again, as I as I've mentioned loads and loads and loads of times before, someone's got to go on the bench because that's how football works, and you want your sub options to be good sub options. Um, like, having having the ability to take, like, Ronaldo off the bench is quite a good one. Now, should Ronaldo be starting? Should he not? That's where the debate comes into it. But there's nothing wrong with bringing off, like... Because I've spoken about, like, Rashford and, um... What's his name? Bruno before? Like, I don't need them to be sold. I think that's a bit dramatic. But if you're in the 70th, 80th minute... And think of the pace and the energy that somebody like Bruno and Rashford brings on. They'll be hungry... If they are brought on in the 70th, 80th minute... That last 10, 20 minutes of the game... um, And you bring them on... And you make them work for the competition... You know... um, Or work for the competitive spaces in the team... There's nothing wrong with doing that... That's a great thing to be able to do... Um, Yeah... So it hasn't just got to be like... Oh you're starting 11 and then everyone's a squad player... Like... You want to have some starting 11 players on the bench... Because you want to have too many starting 11 players... So that when you play four different tournaments throughout, you know, what, ten months is it or whatever, um, that you've got enough quality and competition. So that's a good thing. Um, Casemiro off the bench, even though he should be starting ahead of likes of McTominay and possibly Bruno and whoever, is a great option to bring off the bench. Um, but yeah, him being brought on for lango made a lot of sense. Again, it's sort of a bit wishy-washy with the front line because you bring Alanger he was on the right and then you're playing with like this awkward front two of like Sancho and Rashford it's like that's not really a front two um so there's that but th- I think we switched to like a diamond formation because we had um we have Bruno, McTominay, Ericsson and Casemiro that's your midfield four and then um Sancho and Rashford to basically run onto the ball up front Again, Tenor can only work with what he's got. He can't bring on players that we don't have. So, And, you know, Anthony wasn't ready for today. But, again, decent sub, sixty minutes uh, 68 minutes. Ronaldo on for Sancho. He's brought Sancho off a couple of times in different games. Um, yeah, again, I'll only have massive, massive problems with a sub if it leads to us... Like, like, if we lose a game and I look at a sub and I think, oh, if you'd have kept that player on, that type of thing, which I was doing a lot with Ole... Um, Or not bringing a player on. So either taking off the wrong player. Of like, oh, you shouldn't have taken him off. Or looking at your bench and thinking, ah, if you just brought that person on for that position. And you're looking back on that as a mistake. That's when you have major problems with that. But, um, yeah, Ronaldo on for Sancho. Again, I I don't know what formation we were playing after that. Because it seemed to be like Bruno on the right. um, Ronaldo through the middle. Sancho on the left. Sorry, um, Ronaldo through the middle, Rashford on the left. Um, which, again, is fine, but, like, I don't know. I, 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 I like the selection of wingers in this team. You've got, like, Rashford, you've got Sancho, you've got um, Ganacho, you've got Anthony now. But the strikers, I'm just, I'm very concerned about that number nine position. So, anyway, that was that. Um, then Fred on for Rashford, clearly a legs sort of substitution. Um, you know, when you know you're going to have some added time, you're only one nil up, you know, fickle lead. Um... You bring on somebody. You bring on somebody who can get kind of stuck in. Like we have question marks about Fred of course. Like he can't really track runners. He can't pass. He gets pushed off the ball too much. But he does have legs. Um, and what I mean by that is. Well working. Hard working legs. He can run around a lot basically. And that's the type of t- moment in a game. Where you bring that type of player on. So. That's. That's pretty much. Is there anything else really has to say. Apart from the player ratings. And housekeeping. Um. So let's do that now. All right. So our course is sponsored by. Our uh, course are sponsored by Manscaped. At the moment, they sell different men's grooming products. Uh, you can go and get different different deodorants, uh, clothes, shavers, trimmers, uh, ear and nose hair trimmers, um, different. You know, items like that. They've got them all listed, of course, on Manscaped's website. Uh, If you want to go and look at their website, you don't need to type in anything at all. If you're listening on the website version of the episode or the podcast platform version, you can simply scroll down a bit and um, you'll see a link in the show notes to Manscaped's website. So simply click on that and uh, you can have a look for yourself on Manscaped's website. They've got different sets of things as well or individual items depending on what you want or if you want both or multiple things you can of course select what you want but once you've selected what you want or if you're treating somebody else whatever the occasion may be once you get to that checkout point uh, you will see a promo code uh, box option you can either copy and paste from the show notes or type in etalkuk that's etalkuk that will get you 20% off and uh, free shipping with Manscaped so go and do that Uh, buy some stuff from Manscaped if you want to if you find some stuff on there that you like they are launching some new stuff soon as well uh, so that is very good. So check out what they've got going on on there. Um, but yeah, go and have a look at Manscaped's website. Pick you want, what you want. Etalk UK promo code written in the show notes. Check it out. Manscaped 20% off. Etalk UK E T A L K UK. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast. And thank you very much for listening. Now let's do some housekeeping. See you in a minute hi there if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name we've got good news for you with our affiliate link with Kualu. back to the show. Alright, let's do some housekeeping. Um, Launched a new chat podcast episode for this month, talking about the last two months, which is July and August of 2022, talking about how Entertainment Talk did for those couple of months. Uh, Another thing I talked about is our upcoming podcast plans, what we're planning to do for kind of September, October and a bit of November as well, and plans for like classic reviews episodes, that sort of stuff, so I talked about that. And also talked about some room decoration that I recently did as well so that's the chat podcast episode for this month uh gaming talk this week we talked about the expanse the tell game that was showing off for tel- from telltale this week because uh, basically a lot of the discussion we did this week was for the games con trailers that also included new gameplay for the callisto protocol and a new uh reveal of a new game called where winds meet which is a bit sort of like assassin's creed ghost of tsushima-esque which looks very cool so i talked all about that and some twitch stuff as well and some other bits and pieces of news and conversation uh there's the united cast episode for the southampton win uh did another separate chat podcast episode called my thoughts and stance on religion so giving you exactly those uh, those thoughts and ideas I uh, just wanted to do that as a separate episode i've covered lots of other world topical sort of things uh, so that wasn't one that i'd covered yet so i wanted to talk about religion it's pretty much that Uh, Did a couple of film reviews recently, must-see review, that's both spoiler and spoiler-free split uh, for luck, that's available on Apple TV+, Plus. so I did that. Did another DC Talk episode, this one was talking about the recent uh, developments with Batgirl, Uh, some more film delays from Warner Brothers Discovery for DC films, Um, general talk about the character of Batman and where he's going to be in what films. And of course, again, talked about The Flash. Uh, Me and David have now wrapped up our coverage for Better Call Soul. This is a series wrap-up. So what that is, is we do a series wrap-up podcast. One last sort of episode uh, after the finale uh, has wrapped up for the show. So that's for Better Call Soul, which was very, very good. Another film review, which was for Nope. That's a spoiler-free review. Of course, the newest film directed by Jordan Peele. Uh, Don't skip review for Nope. So check that one out another don't skip review uh this is for prey which is a predator prequel which is available on disney plus and hulu depending on where you live spoiler free review which is also a don't skip rating review so check that one out as well Uh, we've got the liverpool episode from recently and that's pretty much what we've been doing on EntertainmentTalk.org and on podcast platforms my man of the match yet again is lissandro martinez also very heavily um you know partnered with Varane so both of them did very very well going to give both of them another a lot of tens which is the third lot in a row I think um but Martinez to me is just sticking out a bit um and there's a lot of pundits out there who um are criticizing him for his size he is five foot nine he's one of the smaller defenders in the Premier League but he's certainly getting the job done isn't he um yeah there's a lot of pundits out there kind of giving their thoughts on uh so some kind of what you'd say is incorrect um, observations about Martinez. But he's doing very, very well so far. Um, so, yeah, Martinez, I think, again, man of the match performance. Very, very well done. Varane is also going to get a 10. De Gea, um, I don't recall any massive mistakes that he made. He made a very, very good save from that free kick. I think it was a Madison free kick. So that was very good. I, I probably would give this back five. So the, so Delo, Malasia, Martinez, Varane and De Gea. I think I'd give them all 10s. I can't remember anything massive that they did wrong. Um, any, like, glaring mistakes or anything. And they all had really, really good games. And you can see a bit of, like, really strong team chemistry building. There was there was a part in the game where um, I think the low tackled someone. It went out for a corner and they were doing a little team sort of, like, you know, chemistry building hug. And that was, that was nice. That was nice to see. That was nice to see. As opposed to seeing, like, you know, people shouting at Maguire. Which is what we're used to seeing, so that was good, that was refreshing and different. Uh, McTominay, again, I thought I had an average game, I don't think he did anything massively terrible. There's a few stupid things he did, but he was alright. I mean, should he still be starting? Not ahead of Casemiro, no. Um, but he isn't playing as horribly as he was before when I'm constantly giving him zeros. He's not putting out 10 out of 10 or 8 out of 10 performances. He's just kind of there doing what he's doing. So, not a horrible performance from McTominay. I mean, would I still sell him? Yes, probably. Uh, there's other... There's... You know, if it was up to me, he wouldn't play. Because there was uh, there's other players I'd pick in front of him. Um, who I just simply think are better players. But he's not been a sort of car crash terrible as he has been. Maybe it's because he's not had his mate Fred next to him. I don't know. That's not Fred's fault that McTominay's bad. It's McTominay's fault. But... Um, He's not been as bad as recently, but he's not been, like, amazing either. So, I think an average six fits in pretty well. Erickson, um I'd probably give him, like, a nine. There was a few passes that he did misplace. So I was like, oh, that wasn't quite so great. But, again, I think he's doing really, really well in the team build-up and everything. He's playing a bit deeper in the team than I thought he was going to be. I don't know if that's because, like, Casemiro's not been properly implemented. Because that's the kind of role that you do... Higher, um, Casemiro for, so yeah, not quite sure what what's what, what he's going to do. He's going to have to push him up the pitch a little bit, but anyway, good stuff from um from Eriksson again. I thought uh Bruno, um, Bruno Fernandes. Um. Again, he had a, he really irritated me. I think he just needs to be dropped. Again, doesn't need to be sold or anything drastic like that. I think he just needs to be dropped for somebody else. I think somebody else needs to have a have a go, basically. Um, I'd probably chuck him like a two. I don't think he was a zero out of ten. But stop playing so many long passes, please, please just stop. <laughs> you know. So, uh, but that's Bruno uh, Alanga. I I am gonna have to give him a zero. I thought he had no impact on this game whatsoever. Um, it's not specifically his fault, I think, due to the events of Lingard and or Greenwood, the situation there. Of course, neither of them are basically here anymore with the team. Um, he was thrust into the team, really, and was put in there as a right-winger option. This is why we've signed Anthony, um, is because Alanga's not first-team quality. Again, I don't think he needs to be sold or anything. He either needs to be loaned out, which can't happen now because the window's closed, or because, um, or, you know just be bought on later or or played in like Carabao Cup games or Europa League games just not starting in the Premier League just not starting because I thought he got off to a very good start when he came in but I think we've just tried to force him in the team a bit too much but again that's what Anthony is here for so there's that uh Central I thought was really really good again um I remember any particularly bad things he did he scored the goal of course while taking with the goal going around the goalkeeper so that was good again um but yeah, I'd uh, I'd probably give him a ten as well. I suppose Rashford. Um, I thought Rashford had a bit of a below average performance. Uh, again, it could be due to him not being played in the right position. That can happen to a player sometimes. Um, I'd probably give him a four or a three. Uh, I've got to pick a number, haven't I? So I'd probably give him a three. Again, bring him off the bench. Start Ronaldo or someone else instead. Again, we, the the annoying thing is about the strikers I mentioned. Martial's actually injured right now, so we can't be starting him. So it means we have to either start um Rashford or Ronaldo. But you kinda saw the, the the centralized difference when Ronaldo came on because he's more used to playing as a central player or player in the middle. And then Rashford moved out to the left and it was much more natural. Sometimes players have just got to be in the natural position to just it just balances the team out more and when you've got Rashford going through the middle it just it unbalances things, I think. So I think he was a bit of a victim of that. But still, I still thought we had a bit of a rough game. So, there's that. Substitutes. uh, Casemiro I thought was brilliant uh, when he came on. I'm not going to really give these... I don't think it's always fair to give substitutes a player rating. Unless they come on and score like a winning goal or something like that. But Casemiro I thought was really, really good when he came on. Uh, So, that was good to see. Uh, Fred. I can't remember anything that Fred actually did, but he was on the only on the pitch for a few minutes. And Ronaldo, I thought was really good when he came on. Uh, almost scored that scissor kick. Would you call it? Um, that was uh that was quite good. But he just brought a bit of balance to the team again. So, uh, just to let you know who was on the bench. It was Casemiro, Fred, Gonacho, Heaton, Kova. I don't know who that is. That's our fourth goalkeeper, is it? We signed um. Newcastle's keeper on loan, by the way, as well. Lindelof, Maguire, Ronaldo, and Donny van de Beek. Missing players at the moment is Martial, Pellestri, and Williams, all with injuries, and we don't know when they are back. So, that is that. Anyway, uh, Arsenal on Sunday is going to be a test, I think. It's going to be an interesting test. Um, That episode will be put out a bit later, by the way, just with the way that we schedule gaming talk. I will watch the match... um, get something to eat and all that and then uh then we'll usually be doing gaming talk at the same time basically by around by by the end end of the day both gaming talk and united cast should be out so just it'll it'll be out before monday gets here basically but it'll be out pretty late at night. so if you want to stay up for that you can do so or if you want to listen to it on your monday morning Um, I know the schools are back on Monday and the reason I know that is because I clean at a school Um, so I'll be back on Monday I'm actually going back in tomorrow but um, uh, the kids are back in on Monday so if you've got a commute on Monday or whatever the occasion may be um, you can always save it for that Monday morning because that might be a decent thing well if we we lose it might not be a nice podcast to listen to on Monday morning but uh, maybe listen to Gaming Talk instead but you can listen to them whenever you like because they're on demand and available so anyway uh yeah gaming talk and united castle will still be happening on sunday just united castle will be a bit later than it normally is so just keep your eyes out for it so there we go Uh, anyway let me know your thoughts feelings questions comments what do you think of this win what do you think of the sort of we are in a bit of grinding out results period a bit of a sort of getting over the line thing which isn't a bad thing but you don't want to do that for too long but arsenal is going to be an interesting test gabriel asus Uh, Is in quite good form right now. Arsenal are actually top of the league. Um, So they're not to be. Not to be. um, Under. What's the word I'm looking for. Um, Don't underestimate them. Basically. And they are Arsenal. They can play bad sometimes. They've also beaten us a few times in the past. Obviously. So that will be an interesting test. An interesting test. Definitely. And then Thursday Real Sociedad. uh, We start our our Europa League. uh, Fixtures. Which I imagine going forward. Then it will be Thursdays and Sundays. Because it already is because it's Thursday today so anyway um, yeah let me know your thoughts feelings questions comments who was your man of the match for this game how do you think it will go on Sunday what would be your team selection do you are you looking forward to more of Anthony coming in are you looking forward to Casemiro how do you think the midfield is going to balance itself out who do you think is going to play at number nine and um, what do you think of the defensive solidity at the moment, uh, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, whatever you've got. Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. There's also an email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes. In the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org or on your favourite podcast platforms, uh, TV, games, films, main podcasts. Have a look out for what we're doing at the moment. Uh, If you want to support us through other ways, you can of course listen to more episodes on the places I've just mentioned. Uh, You can also tell other people about what we're doing. Just tell them what we're doing and where they can find the content. It is as simple as that. Or you can use social media, uh, tell people on those platforms also about what we're doing and where they can find it. Of course, that way you can share direct links and all that type of stuff if you want to do that. Also, support us through Patreon. There is the $5, $10 level tiers for every podcast review options. Have a look out for that as well. Uh, TV and film news, if you want to be up to date on all of that stuff. Uh, so, air dates, pickups, cancellations, renewals, all that type of stuff. Uh, GeekTown.co.uk, Geektime Radio, GeekTown Radio episodes come out on Tuesdays. Have a look out for those. Uh, if you want some Twitch content, oh, by the way, if you want some Twitch content, I'll tell you about something in a minute. Um, which might be a bit too late by the time you hear this episode, but I'll still mention it in a second. Uh, But Twitch, first of all, you can find Beck streaming pretty much daily over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, you can also follow her on Instagram and Twitter as well. She does classic games, retro streams, chat streams, Tomb Raider series as well. Also, you can find me on Twitch as well, eTalk UK. If you missed those streams, the FIFA Mode episodes all the game clips, you can find those archived on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays just let you know about a special stream which might have already started or finished by the time you hear this so excuse that but um at midnight tonight which is when the last of us part one launches i will be streaming the launch of the game because the game the digital clock will run down to zero and the game will open uh, and I will be able to play it and stream it. So The Last of Us Part 1. It's a remake of the 2013 original game with some new features and new graphics. And it's also The Last of Us, so it will be good. Uh, if you want to tune in for that, it will be on Twitch eTalkUK. So just either go to forward tw- slash eTalkUK or search for that name on Twitch or type it in or whatever you want to do. Um, if you miss the stream, I will immediately, once it's finished, go onto the Twitch video thing and put it straight on youtube so if you miss it you can still watch it later on youtube the camera will be there you'll be able to see me playing the game everything like that um hopefully some chat some interaction we'll see how it goes um will be for a couple of hours maybe um so that's for last of us part The first time i've done like a launch game stream thing like literally the moment that a game is is available so look out for that again if you miss it which is okay if you do Uh, you'll be able to find it later on YouTube, which is Entertainment Talk Plays, as well as our other game clips and whatnot, so check that out later thanks for listening, and I'll see you on Sunday goodbye, or tonight if you're able to join, or to uh, Sunday, whatever Um, I'll see you soon, basically, hopefully alright, cheers for listening, goodbye